Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. How's it going, man? Excellent, excellent. Cool. Glad to have you. That was our uh, new theme song, premiered uh, last week. Very funky. Yeah, it was um, from a quality film you might have seen uh, from <laughs> the 70s called Cramming for College. That didn't sound 70s at all. It was a 70s porno. Uh, <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So um, Nice. Yeah. So uh, we got a big, huge show planned. We, uh, we planned so much. Uh, we've been we've been writing out the script for uh, minutes about about fifteen seconds. Yeah, while that uh, intro song was playing, we wrote out the show, so <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Stay tuned for that. But uh, no, it's good you came out. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me. Anytime. Can I say all the way from Ohio, or does that even apply anymore? I think it still applies because that's where all my stuff is. I, I have no idea what's going on with you. You moved to Ohio like two months ago. I've invited you out three times, and you've shown up all three times. I tried to call once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, all the stuff's in Ohio. It's. Uh, I don't have an apartment or a job, so it's kind of hard to move here. You just can't get away from New York, though. It's too awesome. It's seducing. Yeah, I describe New York like a, like a, a, a really bad girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She treats me terrible, but I can't say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are the uh, are the subways as vile and smelly? Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. Subways are pretty disgusting. Worse than New York's? Oh, there are no subways in Ohio. I thought you were talking about the New York. Oh subways. no, 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 no. no! Obviously, the New York ones are ridiculous. Public transportation doesn't really exist in Columbus, Ohio. Okay, have you ever been there? No, I haven't. They have uh, they have a bus that comes every sixty or so minutes. Oh, that's fun. They're not in as big of a rush there, I guess. Right, right. Or anywhere on the planet. Uh, I saw um, some crazy shit on the subway. Uh, well, actually, every day, every single day. But uh, last week, it was uh, especially crazy. It was uh, like what? Well, it was like one of those where there was multiple things going on at once, so you don't want to know what to pay attention to. <laughs> I, I got on the subway and I saw four people like half jogging in the opposite direction of me. And you know you're in for it when, when that's happening. Like, you don't see it yet, but everyone's running in the other direction, so you're like, wow. That's never a good sign. Never, never a good sign. Uh, it was an old bum, uh, and it was just the smell. Uh, it was so bad, I was, like, gagging. It was that bad. So I had to wait for, like, the subway to stop at the stop and run to the next car and jump in on the next car. You did the, did the change the car move. Yeah, yeah. Did I talk about this last week? I hope not. Uh, if I did, it was a short story anyway. So fuck it. Uh, 
Then there was the, uh, you know, the usual people arguing uh, during rush hour because everyone's cranky. And uh, some guy tried to run in as the doors were closing, and some guy actually elbowed him and tried to, like, keep him out of the subway, <laughs> not realizing that the guy was about a foot and a half and 100 pounds bigger than him. And so he got an earful, like, for the next three stops. <laughs> I can imagine him getting uh, caught and dragged along the side of the subway. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, uh, what was that movie, the black and white movie, Sin City? Oh, yeah, he yeah, drives yeah, out of the yeah. car with his face on the street. <laughs> that was a memorable, memorable scene. Well, the, uh, the one time that uh, the subway really, really did a number on me was I was going to work mm-hmm. really early in the morning. And all of a sudden, this this really old, really, really old, like we're talking 80s-year-old man came up to me. And I was just minding my own business, listening to my music, you know, just trying to get to work. And the guy just starts screaming at me, clearly <laughs> unstable. And this is, uh, you know how it is when, when uh, the entire subway car is looking at you? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what was he yelling at you? Were you doing anything? He was, he was yelling in a different language. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> so like fun. Some obscure language. So you didn't bump into him or, you know? I think I might have not looked at him the right way. Ah, all right. Well, that, um, I guess, justifies screaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, if you're completely, utterly insane. <laughs> Uh, David Cross said it the best. Whenever you're on the New York subway, you're always torn between looking at the craziest person you've ever seen or the hottest girl you've ever seen. <laughs> it, it, it's so true. Too. I'm just waiting for the day when they both happen at the same time. They always happen at the same time for me. I never know what to do. <laughs> Rush hour around Union Square, forget it. It's like, I usually look at the crazy person because there's always a hot girl on the subway. So, you know, the, the crazy people are, uh, you know, they're always different. So you got to pay attention when they're there. <laughs> They, uh, I saw one guy, he, um, he it was on a bus, and he was totally wasted. And the bus stopped at a stop sign, and the guy fell. He was standing in the aisle, and he fell flat on his face, and he got, like, a bloody lip. And he started cursing at the driver for stopping too fast, even though, like, <laughs> there was plenty of open seats, and he wanted to stand up. And it was, like, so now you got, like, a bloody drunk guy, like, <laughs> screaming at the poor bus driver. I feel like you should have hang, hung on a little harder. I know. I stayed point. on the bus an extra three stops just to see what would happen. You pushed him, didn't you, McKenna? You <laughs> well, did. you know. I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored and drunk, and that's what happened. Uh, simultaneous drinks. That's always good radio. <laughs> uh, so what else we got going on today? It's actually been a pretty big week. We should get our notes out. Pretty big week in the... Um, Planet, right? Uh-huh. I, I saw a documentary last week. Oh, what was it about? Uh, it was called Deliverance. Isn't, uh, isn't that a movie about being uh, violated in West Virginia? Uh, yeah, but, you know, it still holds true in the South, so I call <laughs> it a documentary. <laughs> it's been 30 years since the movie was made, and not much has really changed. So uh, it's, it's now a documentary. A mustacheless Burt Reynolds, too, which is a, a rare sighting. Such a manly man. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was the documentary about? It was about getting raped in... Uh, it really was? South. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. <laughs> these, uh, these guys go canoeing in the Deep South, and uh, they end up getting raped. And um, that was pretty much the movie. <laughs> that was pretty much the entire movie. So, um, so the lesson is to uh, go uh, backpacking in West Virginia whenever you can. Uh, that or, you know, stay north of the Mason-Dixon line. One of those two. <laughs> I always get those two mixed up. When I was a Boy Scout, they didn't tell us to bring mace. 
Maybe they they should start doing that. Yeah, yeah. For that and the scout leaders, here they get a little frisky sometimes <laughs> too. I, I, what is it about being surrounded by boys that makes you want to uh, get a little touchy feeling? Uh, it's well, like the chicken or the egg. Do they do they take the job because they like touching boys, or are they surrounded by boys all day so then they become attractive? That's an excellent existential question. Because that's how I got my yellow fever. I, I work with nothing but Asian women, and then you know a year later. Uh, I was never, that was never my thing, and then I just caught the the yellow fever, and that was it. Once you're exposed to it, you, can, you can't can't deny it. Right, right. I hope it's not that way with little boys, but uh, it seems to be the trend going on these days. I have a new thing called a uh, fashion district fever. Mm-hmm. My uh, my most recent job was in the fashion district, whenever I went out for, uh, you know. So you're into gay guys now? <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> but uh, it's more like... Um, you know, six foot four, beautiful models walking around. Mm. I, don't, I don't mind. Yeah. It's not so bad. Yeah, I wouldn't mind dating a giant. <laughs> My dad would be so proud. <laughs> My son is finally coming to his own. He can date a seven foot person. <laughs> where is the fashion district? I don't even know. I, I don't really know where the lines in any of the neighborhoods are, but uh, I was in uh, right by K Town on 31st Street. Okay. Yeah. Close well, to that, that also fits into my uh, my little thing. So. Oh, yeah. It's a go. double whammy for you. Yeah. Maybe you should change jobs. I got to stand on the border. I got to get a job on the border of that place. <laughs> K-Town is Koreatown for those people who don't know, which is probably everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in in Manhattan, like the entire place is like two miles and every four blocks is a different district or area. So, it's, And uh, people argue about where the borders are. Yeah, yeah. It's like a one block difference, but there's heated arguments. Well, like me, I live on the border of uh, uh, Bedford and Bushwick, and I'll, you know, ar- ar- argue that I'm in Bedford because. Uh, but you don't want to be in Bushwick. Bushwick, scary town. Scary town. Yes, Bushwick, scary town. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's like the Harlem of uh, of Brooklyn. I might have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Was- when I tried to go to your birthday party, I remember you were talking about your birthday party on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I actually um, that's the reason why I wasn't there for the surprise. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Jay had a surprise birthday party a couple weeks ago. Uh, thanks again to my sister who organized all that. It's very cool. Um, I, I, I tried to find your place. I got it at Graham instead of Grant. You know, different words. I wasn't paying attention. Well, when they say it on the subway, it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Everyone knows that. It's like a 45-minute sabbatical. Hmm, fun. I probably went to Bushwick. Well, did uh, was everything a little darker? Yeah, there wasn't a lot of people around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it gets scary quick. Uh, I'm on the border of like the end of the world. It's uh, nothing but like empty warehouses past me. Like I live in a really nice apartment, but like one block past that is just empty warehouses. For, like as far as the eye can see. It's. Uh, uh, I might yeah. squat in one of those empty warehouses. Might as well. I mean, you know, got to get out of Ohio. So. <laughs> you got to somewhere. What is there to do in Ohio? I, Picture a lot of uh, wheat fields. You have to have friends there. You have to have friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, Columbus isn't a small town. It's like a, a million, million and a half people. Mm-hmm. The university, excuse me, OSU, Ohio State University, you can't get them confused, is is in Columbus. And there's a big college scene, like a lot of good music, a lot of good bars. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. I don't know. I met a lot of people from Ohio in my freshman year of college, and they were all completely obnoxious. <laughs> Every time somebody was allowed to ask, I asked where they were from, it was always Ohio. You're like, yeah, you're from Ohio, aren't you? Yeah. 
Lots of uh, good college teams, no good professional sports. I don't get how that works. You don't like the Bengals? That's not even uh, Columbus. No, but it's Ohio, and like all the Ohio college teams are awesome. And you know, yeah, Bengals okay. stink. They're charging so. Uh, I I hear that you have to you have to drop a lot of money to get like a home OSU game in Columbus in the stadium. Yeah, well, I, I, everyone probably goes to the college games because they can't buy a real team. I'm not a big college sports fan. I don't know. It's like a slower, sloppier version of professional sports. Yes. You have to try harder. It's like watching uh, women's basketball, <laughs> which was on yesterday, and there was some uh, nappy-headed hoes. Oh, we're off the air. Sorry. Off, uh, off the air. Can't say that. Off the air. Can't say it. We're back on in six months. Yeah. But. And uh, he's almost off again, though. Really? Yeah. You didn't hear about the second conspiracy? No, 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 no. Uh, he, Wait, who, who are we talking about, first of all? What's his name? Uh, Don Imus. Imus, right. Yeah, you didn't hear about that? He uh, he was back on, and then um, I think it was Pac-Man Jones got in trouble. And, uh, you know, he's already been in trouble like six times. And so he goes, uh, hey, Pac-Man Jones got in trouble again. What color is he? And the guy said, uh, he's black. And he goes, well, there you go. That's really fucked up. <laughs> That's really fucked up. <laughs> No, but then he goes, there you go, now I know. Like, he didn't know what color he was, so when the guy said black, he goes, there you go, now I know. But, like, they cut it off at there you go. And, like, said, oh, there he goes again. He's uh, wacky Don Imus. That Imus. He's so wacky. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I think everyone needs to just stop complaining. I really do. It's, I don't know. I... I've turned on homeboys from outer space, and uh, they they made fun of white people. I didn't get mad. That was a real <laughs> show, by the way. What what is it called? Homeboys from outer space. Homeboys from outer space. Yep. What was the show like? It was on UPN three years ago. Really? Yeah. It was pretty much every other black sitcom, but in space. Because they're all just you know they got the sassy black woman. Oh no, you didn't. And then they got the black guy who goes damn. And then they got like the the crazy neighbors. Uh, but it was in space. It's like Battlestar Galactica. Uh, yeah, only good and with a plot. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. <laughs> Even though Battlestar is not a comedy, it was still funny. Uh, but, you know. Was, uh, <laughs> I give him credit just for having an awesome name like that, though. That's it's one of the funnier names of the sitcom I've heard. Seriously. Uh, I think it was one, It was probably like the 19th Wayne's Brother. That was probably his show. 19? I thought, I thought they had 22. Uh, well, the other three are still waiting for their TV show. I think it's a it's a rule on TV. All Wayne's Brothers must have at least one TV show. Uh, it was between um, sisters and sister sister. <laughs> it was a it was a splendid lineup. It was a uh, TV brilliant. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not going to keep going down that road. Unless we really will be off the air. <laughs> Bite my tongue on that one. Uh, we have um, we have uh, shirts in the store now. I figured I'd mention that in the middle. So because uh, everyone probably turns off the show within the last five minutes when I panhandle. So uh, BrinkofSanityShow dot com. There is a store section. There's awesome, awesome very cool design by the way. Thank you, uh, listener. Uh, Elitist Havoc. He uh, he made those uh, designs. We got that going on and uh, iTunes. Uh, subscribe on iTunes because that helps. 
because uh, once you get to a certain point, they actually feature you, and then you get a lot of listeners. So the more subscribers you have, that's how they figure that out. Makes sense. Yep. And uh, my friend Ben has a new show on. Uh, it's called uh, Live and Local with HNB. Um, it's on from 8 to 9 on Tuesdays on herenewbrunswick.com. So he's going to have local artists and interview them and have live music and all that stuff. And uh, it's a live stream, so you can catch that. And it's also uh, recorded after that, so you can hear it later on. Very cool. And he's going to change the name to the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. Uh, I don't know when that name change is going on, but it'll be the same show. So uh, listen to that and enjoy. Are you going to be a guest? Uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Depends if he plugs my show or not. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't, then we'll just have a battle. It might be two radio gods going at each other. Yeah, yeah. Two, two shows with ten listeners going at it. <laughs> see who is the ten listener supreme. I'm going to run out of rum um, way before the show's over, and that might be a problem. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, drink of choice? Uh, uh, not just today, but, you know. Uh, I'm a big Jack Daniels fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's actually a debate among my friends about whether Jack Daniels is as good as regular generic whiskey. And, of course, the answer is no, in Gen- my opinion. Like just uh, like Joe's whiskey or like a different brand? Like, well, they have, like, Evan Williams, which is the plastic bottle equivalent of Jack Daniels. I'm a, I'm a big fan. And you think that's better than Jack? No, I, I think it's it's much, much worse. But oh, okay. my, my friends buy it because it's cheaper. Oh, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I feel like you have, you have to be a Jack Daniels connoisseur. Is that an oxymoron? Uh, no. Like, <laughs> when you order a regular whiskey and Coke at, at a bar, they give you gasoline. You got to ask for Jack, or you get gasoline and Coke. But uh, the same goes for rum and vodka, too. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I made the mistake of ordering just a rum and Coke, and you get gasoline and Coke, and it's not good at all. Plus, it's also a hangover in a cup. Is it, as, long as, as long as it's super unleaded in Coke, then it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Gotta get premium. Well, uh, uh, what's, what's your opinion on the, uh, on the Jack Daniels situation? Uh, no, you gotta get... Um, I mean, if not Jack, you got to get at least some sort of a name brand, or else it, it really is just a dirty hangover and, uh, waiting to happen. Yeah, it, you could just taste the, that's what it, it tastes like a hangover when it's going in. So you, <laughs> you know it's not going to be any better going out. It's like an alarm. Yeah, exactly. It's like caution. This tastes like shit, and that's the way you're going to feel tomorrow. Well, what do you feel about SoCo and limes? And uh, it's a very important question to me because um, yeah, I learned this drink in Atlanta when I lived there for a while. Mm-hmm. And now when I come to New York, is people are like, SoCo Lime is such a girly drink. Uh, I don't think SoCo is a girly drink. Um, you're asking the wrong person because SoCo is my my like kryptonite. Everyone's <laughs> got that one liquor that just makes them barf on command. Uh, my roommate, the doc, he uh, his is tequila. He can have like 10 drinks in a night and be fine. Or he can have like one rum and coke and like a dot of tequila and he throws up. Uh, I'm the same way with SoCo. I, I think I'm 0 for 4 with SoCo. Um, so I'm really not the right person to ask you about that. So um, I'm going to buy that for you next time you're out. Yeah, and I'll not drink it. <laughs> Even the smell of it, I'm just like, no, no, not going to happen. you have any vice drinks like that? I, I think that Jägermeister is evil. Not that I don't like it, because mm-hmm. I do. And not that I don't drink it, because I do. I just think really bad things happen. 
Okay. Maybe I should be adverse to bad things happening. Do you have, like, a story for that, or one that you'd... Let me think, let me think. Not, like, to disclose, or... <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. he was dating a stripper okay. in Missouri, and uh, after a, a bottle of Jack Daniels, the stripper had stolen his car and left him, and uh, also stole his wallet. Really? Yes. That was not me. It was a friend. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I, well, allegedly. <laughs> Wait, I said it. At the, I said allegedly at the wrong spot. <laughs> I mean, you can blame you can blame the liquor. You can blame the the stripper. I prefer to blame the liquor. Well, I mean, the the combo of the two is where your friend went wrong. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I guess you could have one or the other, but that's just a bad. That's just asking for it. Uh, so that was uh, a Jaeger bender that night. Uh, yeah, among other things. I like uh, Surfer on Acid Shots. What is that? It's Jaeger and pineapple juice, and it's delicious. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's a very good shot. Mm. Uh, I knew it was pineapple juice and something. I didn't realize it was Jaeger until a couple months ago. Uh, on my birthday, my friends bought me a bunch of shots of that, and I, I saw them pouring it. It was Jaeger in there. Uh, yeah, very, very tasty. I'm have to try it. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's my favorite shot, actually. Hmm. Well, I have to have friends around me to make sure that the evil doesn't happen. Right, exactly. Keep everyone in check. We should just swap evil drinks and then keep every- <laughs> try and keep each other in check. It'd be like a reality show. <laughs> That's a great idea. Let's bring a camera along. Yeah, no, I got I got a camera. We'll film it, and uh, <laughs> it'll be like uh, you know, it'll be like a reality show. The last person to go crazy wins. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to like put it in like cash or something. We'll, like put it in a big pot. I think uh, it's on. Yeah, I, I think we got some uh, some video content for the show now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to um, make some videos and uh, have like a video section. Uh, I thought of it just now, but uh, <laughs> I think it sounds like a good idea. Time to make notes. Yeah, you know, uh, I was doing those YouTube videos, but I haven't made any in a while. Now I'm getting the itch to, uh, you know, do something corny like that. So uh, if anybody has any requests for uh, or suggestions, you know, anything they want to see us film or... Uh, We're adding uh, shots to the uh, shot-a-thon. Mm-hmm. Shots. Uh, uh, your favorite recommended evil drink. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could pretty much do anything that doesn't have SoCo in it. <laughs> I can mix liquors. I, I don't care. Um, although I don't know how that 40 episode went. A couple episodes ago, uh, Alex and I drank 40s and made a really drunk episode and like for the i didn't even know what we talked about so for the show notes i just put like i drank two 40s and don't remember what happened enjoy so i, I don't know what happened in you, have, you haven't listened to it obviously i'm scared i'm really scared i don't know <laughs> what could happen in that episode uh, alex usually listens to the show too and he wouldn't listen to that one either so. <laughs> uh, bad bad it was probably ridiculous. so if you're listening what week was it <laughs> <laughs> it was episode 30. I think it's called episode slur. Because all I, I, I had listened to three seconds of it, and I was just slurring so bad. It wasn't even making sense. All right. Glad I put that one up on the internet. But uh, I guess if I didn't embarrass myself once in a while, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, right. it wouldn't be as entertaining for the listeners. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Uh, What else we got today? I don't know what fuck else we got i had a really bad week actually uh why i feel like it's already friday and it's only wednesday this is uh well 
you know, just women drama. I have a theory that there are only four kinds of problems in this world. Okay. Only caused by four different things. One is money. Two is religion. Three is women. And uh, maybe there's only three. Work? Or does work fall into money? Work falls into money. I had a fourth. I I wrote out this list of four at work. And this is my new thing. I, I write out a list of stuff for the show. And then I forget it at work. (laughs) <laughs> which is what I did last week, which is why I forgot to uh, talk about Ben's show last week. And now I wrote out the four things. And um, well, which of three of these three items is the problem this week or a combination thereof? Uh, I would say money and women. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. It wasn't even anything. It was, did the hooker you buy didn't treat you right? You know, she promised things <laughs> and, uh, you know. She just uh, wasn't up for it once uh, push came to shove. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I, it was just like stupid drama that shouldn't have happened. You know, uh, my my girlfriend and my sister had a little thing, and you know, if it was a like guys, it would have been like, all right, you know, fuck you, bro. And then you know, an hour later, we would have been playing video yeah, games. Nobody would care. And now a week later, and you know, the battle's still going on, and like you know. I'm losing sleep and like, you know, I don't need this shit. I'm sitting there minding my own business and, you know, I got hysterical women calling me. You know, it's <laughs> like, what did I do? You know? Well, female relationships are very complicated, I've noticed, mm-hmm. because I don't understand them because I'm a dude. And then you add the, the girlfriend factor and add the sister factor. Yeah, they're just a different breed. They're nothing like guys. I mean, it's just a totally different frequency and like... I don't think we'll ever, like, women, we're never going to be able to comprehend you. So, you know, I think you should just accept that. <laughs> like, don't get mad at us because we don't get it because we're just not going to get it because it's it's just impossible. Like, you know, you get upset about shit that we don't even notice. Like, you're pissed off at us and we think we just got up and, like, went to the bathroom and took a piss. But... Something happened during that four-step walk that pissed you off, and now we got to hear about it for three hours. And, you know, <laughs> we just don't get it. You know, am I right here? Or, you uh, know? No, I, 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 I completely agree. I feel like I've been in trouble like every other week for the last a, three months. There's a subtone to everything that it's really hard to tune into if you have, you know, a Y chromosome. Right, right. It's uh, just these subtleties that uh, you know. We think everything is just normal. Like, we go about our daily day, and it's normal, and then by the end of the day, we're in trouble. And it's like, nothing went differently from the day before, but obviously something catastrophic has happened in that time. You know, I just I just don't get it. Uh, I'm just used to being in trouble now. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I, like, every other week, I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble today? Okay, all right. Not know. surprised, Jay. Yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> I, all right, maybe I'm not the best example, but, you know, I bet other people are in trouble on a regular basis. Yeah, I am too. I am too. And, like, it's not even intentional. That's that's the thing. That's where it gets frustrating. You're like, you know, I just went to work and came home. I, I shouldn't be in trouble. Well, it kind of makes you second-guess, like, regular activities. Mm-hmm. For example, I need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But if I go and go to the bathroom right now, what is she going to think of it? Right. Should I say, uh, I'll miss you, honey, before I go to the bathroom? Or, you know... You should give her a card. I like your hair. Yeah, give her, give her a card. <laughs> your hair looks phenomenal <laughs> today. I'm going to go take a picture. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get it. I, I think... Uh, 
I don't want to be one of those weenie guys. That it's like all mushy, and every five seconds they're making out. And, you know, right. I don't give an ass. I don't think that's realistic. And, you know, like, you know. I feel like those people are overcompensating. Um, on the other hand, we're I, trying to avoid being yelled at. Right, but I don't want to lose dignity just to not get yelled at because that's not worth it either. There's got to be a happy medium. Like I don't know, acting like a normal human being—that's just my opinion. But uh, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Uh, send in an email or a voicemail. There's a uh, you know I haven't read the voicemail in like uh, 17 weeks. Yeah, that would be awesome. So uh, Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, the voicemail is 641-715-3900, and then the extension is 95391-POUND. 95391-POUND. So leave a voicemail. Tell me what you think. Tell me stories about uh, you getting in trouble uh, and why or why not you think you should have been in trouble. Uh, because... I feel like I'm always in trouble now and um, don't know what I'm doing. Come home from work, play a video game, uh, then I make my call at night, and I apparently I did something in between. So, uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, and if anybody's been following the, uh, nobody's following, but uh, the J Job Watch, uh, I got my full-time job finally. Thank you very much. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Got hired. Uh, been temping for uh, three years at the same company, and they finally hired me this week. So, um, temp to perm. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. It was a very, very slow temp to perm process, but I finally did it. Uh, so I will be actually uh, a real person now. Job security is nice. It, well, it's nice to take a day off and not lose like the hundred fifty dollars you would have made. You yeah. know, I could sit in my underwear and earn money, which is awesome. And um, at, after six months, apparently my three years don't count toward the six months, which is kind of bullshit. But uh, uh, after six months, they have um, a play Xbox from home. I mean, work from home day. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can uh, do your quote unquote work. And yeah, I could, I could, yeah, I could do paperwork while playing rock band. I really could. I mean, well, you figure if you work really fast for an hour or two, th- that's getting enough shit done. Where you can then play Xbox for the other six and still be like, oh, I got this and this and this done. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know how often you're allowed to do that, but believe me, I'll be looking into it. Hopefully your bosses aren't listening. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will be working for eight straight hours and doing no Xbox mm-hmm. until uh, the eight hours are up. Be loving and worshiping his job until he sleeps. Right, and then I will be uh, wiping off all the sweat from working so hard, and then I will play Xbox. That's what I meant. Allegedly. But the the Xbox game that has to do with your company. Mm-hmm. I um, I'm programming, <laughs> and uh, I programmed a. Uh... Fuck it! I'm just gonna play Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> this lie. This scam is not working. Um. Yeah, but no, I actually got a real job, and I can see a doctor now. Congratulations. You know, that ankle I destroyed back in February, I can now get a look at. Health insurance is nice. Yeah. That was when you were playing volleyball. No, it was basketball. I played volleyball after I destroyed my ankle. I destroyed my ankle during basketball. Ah. Yeah. It was fun. Um, Probably the most pain I felt in my entire life. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, my foot went completely sideways. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad, the ref actually called timeout for me. He was just like, stop. <laughs> Let this guy hobble off the court. He didn't break anything. I don't think so. You don't think? Oh, you haven't checked yet. I don't have insurance. What am I going to do? Yeah. It's the 10th of the month, and I haven't even paid rent yet. Like, and I could afford thousands of dollars for x-rays and MRIs and shit, you know? Well, I'm no doctor, but I'm going to play doctor. I feel like that if you've been on it for six months, mm-hmm. and it, and still, like, you still walk on it, it's probably not broken. Well, the, uh, the doc is a doctor, <laughs> and uh, he thinks that it's either a sprain or a partial tear. And either way, the treatment is the same to stay off of it or to limp around at work because you can't stay off of it because who the fuck can stay home from work for six weeks, really? Right. You know? uh, that's the awesome country we live in, though. Um, Don't we love it? I think that um, we should have this, – this is my new theory. We should have two Americas. We should have a North and South United States. Not two Americas, two United States. Because uh, we already have two Americas, uh, three actually, Central America. So elected, elected different president for each America. Yeah, we should have two, uh, two United States. Uh, we should have one for uh, the Hicks who want to go to war, and uh, one for the normal people who, uh, you know, want health care and uh, don't want to be at war all the time. I think there's something to be said for the people that you know want to base their uh, their voting decision on, you know, abortion. Sort of a non-issue. Right. Or the people who think um, they should mind uh, themselves in other people's business and say, I don't know you, but you don't have a right to get an abortion. Right. Uh, just because I think it's wrong. Um, and, you know, you're gay and I don't like gay people, so you shouldn't get married uh, because that totally affects my life. Well, a lot of people got really mad whenever um, uh, they started paying attention to the VP pick, Sarah Palin. They mm-hmm. started paying attention to her pregnant daughter. Who is 17, and 17. she doesn't believe in abortions or birth control. So do you think it's that it's sexist to bring that up? No, not at all. Neither do I. No, I think it's, she's running for vice president. It's not about sex. It's about her stand on issues, and her stands are fucking crazy. She doesn't <laughs> believe in evolution. doesn't believe in evolution. I think if you don't believe in evolution, you shouldn't be allowed to run for president, because that's just like, well, I mean, on one hand... You have um, something copied from something else written thousands of years ago because the Bible was actually copied from other stories, the mm-hmm. Dead Sea Scrolls. Uh, so it's a copy of a copy of a fake story. Right. And on the other hand, you have cold, hard facts. So, you know, call me crazy. I think you should go on the side of the cold, hard facts. <laughs> um, well, it's it's an interesting question because right now, like, uh, whoever gets in charge uh, next January is going to have a serious scientific uh, challenge in front of them. Oh, the uh, the Hayden uh, Collider? Uh, no, that, 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 that's, that's a different, very cool scientific thing. But I'm talking about global warming. Yeah, yeah. Because they, that, that you have to have a really uh, careful and very, I don't know, what's the right word? A very sophisticated scientific palette to really understand everything that's going on in the climate. Or you can belong to my religion. Which is? I'm a Pastafarian. I, I belong to the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. <laughs> have you heard of this before? No, I haven't. Well, I'm going to have to um, enlighten you on the ways of the, the Pastafarian. We have it all figured out. Uh, Pastafarian, by the way, is the only religion 
that uh, has not shed any blood for their cause. No holy wars, you know, no people killed. What um, kind of religion doesn't kill people for their religion? Um, only <laughs> this one. This is a very unique religion. Uh, we believe that the flying spaghetti monster created all life on Earth. And um, we also figured out global warming. Uh, global warming, uh, the amount of global warming is directly proportionate to the, um, the lack of pirates. <laughs> so, as you can see, uh, there's a flying spaghetti monster. If, you, if anybody wants to know about it, go to Wikipedia and look uh, up flying spaghetti monster. I actually bought the uh, flying spaghetti monster. It looks gospel. like a legitimate religion. You should apply to the federal government. Maybe they'll give you some some money for your show. I, I bought proselytize for the flying spaghetti monster. I, I bought the gospel actually, uh, and it's you know it's got a lot of good points. Instead of um, ten commandments, it has uh, eight. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> yeah um and uh in heaven um heaven has uh a, a beer vo- beer volcanoes and a stripper factory and hell is just like heaven only the beer is stale and the strippers have vd <laughs> so it's uh it's a pretty good that's pretty incentive good. for me to be good there you go pirates and global warming um this is um Scientifically, they did. They ran some studies. There's a graph, and the decreasing number of pirates is directly proportionate to the average global temperature. Do we need more pirates? We need more pirates. Yeah, spaghetti monster says so. Right, and they also um, they said, well, let's find out who has the um, holiest communion. So they had uh, a Christian and a Pastafarian fast for 72 hours, and uh, they took all the vital stats. And then they had communion. So the, the Christians had a, the, the little wafer, mm-hmm. and the Pasifarians had a big bowl of spaghetti and meatballs. And uh, then they took the vital stats again, and the Pasifarian was much, much healthier. And then... Um, but that wafer's the body of Jesus. Apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Apparently it's just the wafer, because, it, you know, they ran all these tests and everything. So then the Christians are like, well, that's not fair, because a bowl of spaghetti is 1,200 calories, and the wafer is a half a calorie. So they reran the test, and they had uh, the Christian eat 1,200 calories worth of wafers, which equals 2,400 wafers. And uh, the Christian threw up, so he was still uh, more unhealthy than the pastafarian. So it, once again, it was proven. Maybe they should have added some, some pasta sauce to the wafers. Maybe that would have made it more palatable to palatable. To the stomach. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's so, you know, <laughs> this is all backed by hard science. So maybe Palin should, uh, you know, switch her views a little bit. And, uh, that, that, was a, <laughs> that was an interesting If only the about. mainstream media would ask about pirates. I, they really should. Um, yeah, after the show, I'll show you the, uh, the gospel. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty friggin' hilarious. Um, they also uh, celebrate the holy month of Ramadan. Where all you do is eat ramen noodles for a month. <laughs> and, um, uh, Postover. Postover? Yeah. Making me hungry. Where, um, you sit around the table with your family and you eat pasta and you have the ceremonious passing of the eye patch. <laughs> and it said, um, this is the best part. Um, you know, uh, the story of Moses? Uh huh. Well, um, there was, I mean, not Moses. The, uh, Moses was actually Mosey the pirate, but that's a different story. Uh, Noah. 
All right. So Noah was real, but he was actually a dick. And he would throw all the pointy animals at the pirates, like um, like porcupines and stab rabbits. Stab rabbits are now stab rabbits. well, they're now extinct because it was too painful to procreate. But they were around back in that day. Uh, so the pirates sent over the biggest, most intimidating pirate to tell Noah to knock it off, and Noah pissed himself. And that was actually the big flood that the Christians talk about. Really? Yeah, uh, they just changed. The story around a little bit to make it a little more uh, appealing. It sounds believable. I, I think it's a conspiracy that the Bible left out that the Great Flood was piss. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you the know. Pope needs to answer these questions. If you guys aren't sold by now, uh, email me. I have all the answers. <laughs> I read the gospel. I've memorized it uh, verse by verse. And, um, you know, uh, I got a lot of I can answers. get behind that, Jay. Uh, I think everyone should because it's a very peaceful religion. And, um, yeah, nobody's been killed over it, and uh, we don't believe in these ridiculous things like, uh, you know, an ark that floated for 40 days. It was really just a, an asshole pissing his pants. There you go. Anyway, back to uh, <laughs> back to Palin. Um, did you hear that she wanted to get books removed from the library? Yeah, I've read about that. Um, she didn't agree with what they said. So she wanted to get them removed. Well, I think the reports are, just to be accurate, I, I think that she brought it up in a few meetings, but never specifically asked. But I don't think there's a real difference. No, no, no. She asked um, an actual librarian and tried to get her fired, and the librarian didn't agree with her. Are you saying that censorship is un-American? I'm saying she hasn't read the First Amendment. <laughs> I guess she's not up to that one yet. Well, we, we're all very familiar with the GOP and the right wing do not really value the Constitution as much as normal Americans do. <laughs> yeah, they hate you people, so don't vote for them. They hate all of you. Unless you have oil, then they love you. But uh, I just thought that was ridiculous. Removing books from the library because you don't like them? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, there's a lot of books I don't like, but you know, First Amendment. I don't like, uh, I don't know, the real Bible I think is kind of corny. I think you should move it to the fiction section. <laughs> I'm just going to see how many people I can piss off this episode. Uh, well, you know, like, it, it's it, more interesting was the uh, the uh, librarian's response. And I might be uh, paraphrasing inaccurately, but what I'm thinking is what she said was that, um, uh, no, we won't ban any books because we have uh, national, like state, like local and national guidelines on what curriculum belongs in a library. And that was her response. That fucking Looney Tune. <laughs> She must be a Democrat. <laughs> she must be a Democrat. Fucking shave your armpits, you hippie. Stop drinking your Thai cheese. Is it Thai or Thai? Thai? Chai. Chai tea. Chai tea. I don't know how to pronounce that tea. Chai tea. Uh, yeah. So that's ridiculous. So, um, I guess you're voting for Obama. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how we have a, a two-party system because that's really realistic. Uh, oh. The two richest guys in the country. And I also like how our uh, quote-unquote democracy is not a democracy. That's fun, too. Yeah, that's great. The popular vote doesn't win. Plutocracy, where the, the most wealthy corporations own, own the government. I, like, I'm not a really big fan of the, of the Democrats, either, because they suffer from the same ailment. Compared to the Republicans, I love the Democrats, but compared to reality, I hate the Democrats. Yes, yes. Yeah. Out of the park, McKenna. That was everyone's cue to drink for that.
Um, <laughs> I just like, all right, here's the deal. If you don't agree with that, I want to hear a legitimate argument. I don't want to hear a recycled catchphrase and I don't want to hear a metaphor. That's all I ask. That's really all I ask. Because every time I try and have an actual debate with somebody who thinks the other way, all I hear is spit out catchphrases and it is just no facts to back it. Um, my uncle, he, uh, he, we were talking about the war and he tried to tell me that we should be over there. And I'm like, well, we shouldn't be over there because it's none of our business. And he goes, well, Saddam's bad. And I was like, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like how many big dictators are bad? You don't invade them all. I'm like, well, you may think he's bad uh, and he may be bad, but so what? And he goes, well, he's bad. And I'm like, but that's none of our business. Like we shouldn't go over there just because we don't like him. Maybe they think Bush is bad. Yeah. And then he goes, but Saddam is bad. And I'm like, that's all you have to say, isn't it? Like, you have no facts, you know. I'm like, how about the fact that we went over there and we claimed all the oil fields first? What do you have to say about that? Yeah. just like, well, you know, Saddam's a bad guy. I'm like, all right, I'm done here. Like, are we going to shoot everybody that's bad or are we going to shoot Simon Cowell? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Hey. I mean, it's, there's plenty of people who think Bush is bad. So, you know, if we go that way, then people are totally justified to go the other way. Well, it, it's interesting. Like, uh, like if you listen to to uh, some of the Iraqi reports, like even though Saddam was a bad motherfucker and like you know gassed his own people, it was back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Gassed his own people. Like he's he's a terrible motherfucker. He should be uh, you know tried for war crimes. But a lot of a lot of Iraqis are saying that it's worse off now than it was when Saddam was in charge. Well, yeah. So then you have to weigh the balance between. How bad are the motherfuckers in charge and how, how stable of a society it is? Well, he had unruly people and he laid his fist down and, uh, you know, shit got done. There wasn't as much crime because they were scared to commit a crime because he would cut your fucking hand off, you know? <laughs> Maybe if we did that a little bit, we wouldn't Maybe. have so much crime. You never know. Like, you know, I bet there's a lot of people wouldn't steal if they got their hand cut off. You right. know? So I, I don't think we have the right to tell anybody. The thing that pisses me off the most is the nuclear weapons. Uh, we're allowed to have nukes, but they're not. And we'll, we'll bond the shit out of you if we even think you have the capability of making a nuke, but we're allowed to have 400 million stockpiles of nukes. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Especially because the uh, U.S. National Intelligence Estimate said that they had ceased their nuclear weapons program, mm-hmm. but they're still pursuing nuclear energy, which right. is what McCain campaigns for. Right. But we also have enough nukes to blow up the world 20 times. 20 times. <laughs> it's like that big brother just takes it takes the little brother's hand and goes, why are you punching yourself? Why are you punching yourself? It's like we just do that to other countries. And then uh, we wonder why they hate us. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell if I'm going to go to Europe soon. I'm going to tell them. Wait until the semiconductor is done making a black hole in the middle of. Well, yeah, Europe. I'm going to go see that. I'm going to throw <laughs> shit into it. I'm going to throw Republicans into the black hole. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, did you guys hear about that? The semiconductor they're building. Um, it's for science, but of course people are freaking out. And God forbid we advance beyond uh, where we've been for the last hundred years. So everyone's complaining. Uh, but they're building a big collider. Now people think it's going to make a black hole that's going to suck up the earth and put us in a different dimension. Um, that's a legitimate fear, I think, but I, like not really exactly reality-based. You know, the, the actual real scientists are saying it may make a black hole, but it'll be like, you know, an inch big and then close up before, like, instead of getting bigger, it'll, like, appear and then, like, 
close again. And yeah. That'll be the end of the story. So well, that's like fine. It, it, the, the, the way that the collider is shaped, it's, I forget the, the exact number, but it's miles in diameter. It's a circle. Mm-hmm. So they have to build this this enormous machine, miles in diameter in a circle, to actually get these protons to uh, collide with each other. That in itself is a pretty impressive scientific feat, I think. I think it's pretty awesome, actually. I don't know. I'm all for advancing society and scientific research and shit. Why not spend $9 billion on that instead of, you know, $40 billion a year on a war? It's like, country's just better That's what I bad. That's not that's right. That's what I bad. You're right. You win. You win. <laughs> Well, it's like Japan. They're not allowed to have an army. And now, look, they're like five years ahead of everyone else in electronics. Maybe that money is going to somewhere more valuable. It is, obviously. I mean, they invented PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) We're all better off. Exactly. I'm better off. (laughs) I'm much better off. They invented uh, stuff. (laughs) That was a good argument, right? I think that rum is finally kicking in. I'm like... I got nothing. <laughs> uh, is this show over yet? Can we do some real drinking? Uh, you can tell I'm very motivated today. I'm just still aggravated from all the... Uh, oh, you never went into, into details about what happened this week. I don't really... You know, Maybe it's not good for a public show. You know, I don't think any of the parties involved actually listen to the show. And I don't think any of the listeners care. But, um, it was just stupid shit, you know... So-and-so did this and blah, blah, blah. No. But it was basically just two over-emotional women getting really over-emotional. And then, like, I'm sitting there playing a video game, and all of a sudden I'm getting phone calls from two different people, and everyone's upset. And like, like yeah. I just want to play video games. Right. It's like I was minding my own business, but, you know, now my week's ruined. So, you know, now I'm staying up till 1 in the morning on a work night dealing with this horseshit that, it's not my fault. So, I don't know. I, I Just women, just act normal. That's all I ask. Yeah, it's a price you have to pay for having a girl you like. Yeah, apparently. Um, I just don't get why you can't just act normal. It's not that, uh, I don't know, it's not that difficult to act normal. I think my computer just froze. I think the, uh, I think everything exploded. We online? Are we recording? I think we're recording. I don't know. We maybe. Maybe. We'll figure it out. I bet we are. Is this the time? Are we fifteen minutes into this? Yeah, that went really quick. That's huh? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely it's, still it's, recording. Yeah, it's still recording. We're just getting all baggy for some reason. We're looking at a clock that's going. I got a <laughs> uh, I got a Mac and anytime I install anything that's even remotely PC related, it just makes my Mac run that much worse. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I gotta get myself a Mac, man. I'm tired. You know what I'm sick of? Pop ups and viruses. Mm-hmm. I, I, one of my best friends is an IT professional for a huge insurance company. He comes to visit me in New York, sits down with my computer, and he still can't solve my, uh, my virus problem. It's, because, because all the shit that I download. Yeah, well, that now, like, I have, like, my, my podcast and normal computer, and then I have, like, my porn computer. Uh, <laughs> It's really, uh, what are you doing? This computer's freaking out. I'm going to just uninstall every Mac-related uh, program on here. Because um, my, my Mac has only crashed three times, and all three times I was trying to run a Mac program, uh, PC program. That's me. 
I got a Parallels. It runs like Windows within the Mac um, for for like an hour, and then the whole computer crashes. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 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 sick of that. I'm sick of um, updates every single day. Like every program you have has to update like once a day. And hey, uh, so you automatically want to say no out of principle, right? Yeah, it's like, leave I, me alone. I usually do. I usually say no until like Saturday, and before I go out, I'm just like, all right, update all this shit one update, and then. Um, Sick of error messages and sick of and all this shit. It's just, uh, I don't know. I didn't think I was going to jump on the Mac bandwagon, but it's just so much easier. Uh, a bunch of my friends got it and I was holding out, and then, um, my fan was dying. Uh, and of course, since I got a, a PC, when the fan dies, uh, there's no replacement because it's an older PC. Mm-hmm. So if I want to get the fan, it's going to be like $200, and like I might as well just. Same price, know, right? Yeah, I mean, well, obviously a new computer is more than 200 but, like, you know, if that goes for 200 and then something else goes for another 300 and I'm putting all this money into a computer that's, like, getting outdated anyway, it's, like, not even worth it. Uh, then, of course, I bought the Mac, and uh, the fan somehow works now. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it, it, like, uh, about... That's funny. That's really weird. About four weeks ago, this fan would just go, rah, rah, and, like, start and stop, and, like, you know, my computer was getting hot, and I'd get all these overheating messages and then uh so then i spent a lot of money for a mac and now the computer works fine you asshole i'm gonna fill you totally up with virus infested porn asian porn oh yeah obviously did i say that i thought <laughs> what who <laughs> <laughs> uh so that was my little pc rant did you see the new uh pc commercial it's got bill gates and, and seinfeld seinfeld yeah i didn't really get it i don't think anybody got it because it didn't make sense well, that's whole Seinfeld's, like, that's this whole thing. Like, nothing really makes sense, but it didn't really translate well to a commercial. Well, here's the thing. For a full year, Mac made the Mac versus PC commercials, which actually had, like, valid points and, uh, you know, attacked the PC. So PC decided, hey, uh, let's retaliate. We're going to have a commercial with Seinfeld. Um, he will work in a shoe shop. Not work in a shoe shop. Walk into a shoe shop and take it over. And then Bill Gates will say his new computer's going to be made of cake. And that'll win <laughs> everyone back. Uh, I don't get it. I think, uh, well, it's just what we were just talking about is the fact that, you know, Macs are a little more reliable as far as functionality. It's really and apparently to... commercials, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need an update on that computer. Already. Put Jerry Seidenfeld in, it doesn't make the computers work any better, right? Uh, no, it doesn't doesn't uh i don't know maybe they have a patch for that commercial to make it make sense but um i got uh, a patch for the commercial <laughs> give me <a> break. <laughs> <laughs> an add-on or something i don't know it just didn't make sense it's seinfeld puts a shoe on bill gates and then asks if his new computer is going to be delicious and bill gates said yeah it'll be made of delicious cake and uh that's all i really got out of that uh, i think it's going to be a series of commercials where the awesome plot will continue and uh but i I have a feeling the end outcome is going to be some stupid product that pc is going to come out with which is going to be like emulating an already better mac product you feel like it's a it's a seinfeld sellout i mean Uh, he's a manhattan staple you know it might be a little bit of a sellout yeah um he went back to stand up after a show and i thought he was doing all right with that uh, I didn't think he, he definitely did all right with that commercial. <laughs> yeah, Bill Gates want to pay. You. I'll, I'll walk around in a, in a bunny suit if Bill Gates wants to pay me. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah! I mean, you know, I'm not. 
I'm not bashing Seinfeld for making the commercial because Bill Gates asked me to do anything. You fucking do it. That guy knows how to write zeros on a check like no other guy. <laughs> uh, I just, no. I don't know. Have you ever seen Seinfeld stand up? Uh, yeah, once. He showed up uh, accidentally. Well, I, not accidentally. That's a, that's unannounced? Unannounced in a small uh, West Village comedy club. Was it the Comedy Cellar? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. People always show up there. Really? I saw Dave Chappelle and Ray Romano unannounced walking in there. And everybody freaks out. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're you're there to see, like, Jim Norton, who, yeah, he's a pretty big comedian, but, like, you know, instead of him, fucking Ray Romano walks out, and you're like, holy fuck, you know? <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle did that twice. No shit. Well, it's interesting, because it's sort of like their experimental ground. Yeah, they, they bring yeah. out their really like their they they bring out their their really funny stuff, but then they experiment with stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not you know twenty minutes of uproarious laughter, but it's still pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle had a guy uh, sitting in the back, and um, he was taking notes of the audience reaction for all his jokes, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Uh, but his routine was cool. He he like sits down, and it's it's like he's hanging out with you. He sits. He sits down. He uh, he grabs his drink. He lights a cigarette, and like he doesn't even say anything for like two minutes. It's kind of like he's just chilling. It was uh, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> I would like to have seen that. And Ray Romano was much dirtier than his sitcom was, so that was cool too. I can't even picture Ray Romano being dirty. He was doing jokes about whacking off in the shower and stuff. <laughs> it, yeah, it was pretty funny. So yeah, if anybody gets goes into Manhattan, the comedy cellar in the West Village is where it's at. The, uh, the Roast of Bob Saget. Did you see that? I did see that. Pretty much half those comedians are at Comedy Cellar on a regular basis. But, uh, that was some really funny, funny stuff. Uh-huh. At first, I got worried because um, Norm MacDonald is one of my favorite comedians. And he went up there and he was telling these awful jokes. I'm like, holy shit, he's bombing. And then I realized he was telling shit on purpose to be funny, for irony purposes. So halfway through his set, I was laughing my ass off because I like I got what he was doing. Uh, it seemed at first like he, he like he was just like making terrible jokes, mm-hmm. but then you like he just gives you this little look and you're just like, oh, all right. Yeah, he's doing that for a reason. He was doing it on purpose. <laughs> he's like, they want to drown you in a well. <laughs> That's what it says here. They, they want to drown you in a well. That's true. Uh, like all the roasts are so like atrocious. Mm-hmm. Like, what's that old actress? I forget her name. It was on that show. Um, she was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. She was really funny too. But they she were all was. making like dry cobwebby cunt jokes about her. Yeah, yep, like, yep. are you kidding me? <laughs> they uh, they usually have B. Arthur for those jokes, and then they throw in some man jokes too. But I guess B. Arthur couldn't make it for that one. They, it's like they always have, like, a fat guy, an old lady, you know, just so they can have all those jokes, like, ready. My main complaint is that um, they didn't make fun of Dave Coulier enough. There was one Dave Coulier joke the whole time. I remember seeing that. He was the quote-unquote funny guy at Full House. He was the least funny guy on that show. And they didn't destroy him nearly enough. Why didn't the Olsen twins show up? Isn't that obligatory? You would think it would be, right? I don't know. I don't get, like, why they even roast Bob Saget. I, they, they seem to roast these people with no talent. And um, <laughs> it's, it, like, I don't know. They, they originally had the roast in the 70s, and it was an honor. 
like all the comedians would honor like a brilliant comedian for his career. And I, I feel like the last three or four roasts, they just roast people who are uh, easy to make fun of. Yeah. Because like the Pamela Anderson roast was hilarious, but she's got no talent. Uh, Bob Saget, I went to his live HBO special last year and I fell asleep. It wasn't funny at all? No, I fell asleep. He, uh, it's, it's just like he goes up there and he, he just curses as much as he possibly can. Just, you know, I guess it's shock value. Well, that's his little shtick, right? Like, yeah. He used to be the family, uh, family friendly television guy and now he makes a bunch of raunchy jokes. Really, but, really raunchy but jokes. But like he walked up to the mic and he goes, fuck piss cunt. And that's his first joke. Like just cursing. There's no joke at all. And like, he did that like half the time and like 45 minutes into it, I just couldn't take it anymore and I passed out. It was like, <laughs> well, yeah. luckily the people at the roast were like, you have no talent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like those weren't jokes. Those were actual truths. Uh, I just don't, I mean, they should go back to roasting people who deserve it. Jeff Ross, he's fucking awesome. And they should roast him. Funny motherfucker. I know he's the funniest roaster, but it would be funny to roast him. And fucking Gilbert. He's my favorite. I met him a couple months ago. Did you really? Where? Caroline's. Uh, apparently at Caroline's, um, they do a set and then they meet outside and you can like, you know, talk to them and shit. Really? Because uh, I met Jeff Ross and I met Gilbert Godfrey on two different occasions. And yeah, it was fucking awesome. Gilbert is, like, all quiet and shy when you meet him in real life. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, that was an awesome set. He's like, thank you. Thank you very much. He's, like, all, like, <laughs> squirmy and awkward. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. But yeah, they go out there and they, like, sign whatever they're handling at the time. Gilbert Godfrey has two distinct advantages going for him. He's really hilarious. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he uh, he has this really ridiculously funny voice. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, the Renee Zellweger eyes, the, <laughs> the, the squinty. My eyes are never open He's eyes. Like always squinting. What the fuck? <laughs> and Renee Zellweger, what the fuck is up with her? Is she hot or is she gross? I don't know. She alternates movies. I wouldn't say no. You wouldn't say no. I don't know. I can't tell. It depends <laughs> what movie you're talking about. If you're talking about uh, the, the Jerry Maguire movie, yeah. But if you're talking about um, the the movie where she's like a whiny cunt, like Stone Mountain or with or some shit, yeah, then it's like, well, pass. You know, I I don't know what she's going for here. It's like, pick it. Are you gross or are you hot? You know, <laughs> I don't know. She looked alright in Chicago. Uh, and then there was one movie where she got really fat, which obviously wasn't good. Not good for anybody. I don't think she's recovered from that movie, actually. I think she's looked gross since that movie. Really? I think so, yeah. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I think she's now officially just perma-gross. You hear that, listeners? Her career is over. Yeah, you're done. You're done. done. Uh, if Was she ever really that good? She was in good movies, but, like, was she good? I don't, I don't really care. I don't really care. It's very squinty. If only she had Gilbert Godfrey, Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey's voice. If she had Gilbert Godfrey's voice, I would be such a fan. <laughs> that would, a female doing that, that would be so fucking funny. 
doing Chicago in the fucking Gilbert Gottfried's voice. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy like eight copies of that movie because I wear it out. Uh, I don't. I don't think a lot of the uh, the uh, what is it uh, stage to movie translations don't really work that well. That was the only one I thought worked. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Very successful. Yeah. Um, I know. Did you watch the new Rent? Have you ever seen Rent on Broadway? No, I've always wanted to. I never have. Good shit. There's. I've. Wa- I want to see Rent, and I wanted to see Avenue Q, and I never got to see either of those. <laughs> Wait for the Avenue Q movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that was a play with puppets. I think my theory is that anything with puppets is probably awesome. Yep. Um, quite the Muppet connoisseur. And uh, they're making a new Dark Crystal. They're making no, new- they're not. Yeah, they are Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal too. coming out next year. Dark Crystal two. No, whoa, whoa, whoa! Jim Henson's dead. Brian Henson, his son. No way. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally all it's about that. And they're making a full length Fraggle Rock movie. And they're making a new Muppet movie in the vein of Muppet Take Manhattan. Um, Jason Siegel is uh, is writing it. The guy from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Huh. By the way, he wrote Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which was a good movie. But um, you don't have to write your penis into the movie four times. <laughs> um, once was more than enough. Probably too much. Uh, three or four times. Stop it. Uh, just don't need to see that. I mean, or if you're seeing that, I'll accept that in exchange for Mila Kunis naked. Who? I think the girl from that '70s show. Oh, and then the, 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 the. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going to exchange for that, that's worth it. I'll sit through Jason Segel's scene for that. But uh, you know, if you're not going to show her, then uh, I don't want to see you. I think the Muppets could, in general, benefit from more nudity. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything on this planet that couldn't benefit from more nudity, really. <laughs> when you think about it, I mean, TV, movies, even radio, you know, more nudity is better. Um, so you'll be turning your website into a porn site? Well, you know, it depends. If the ratings stay this low, I may have to boost ratings a little. <laughs> and, uh, maybe I'll do a strip podcast every 20 minutes. I remove uh, an article of clothing. Maybe that'll get some listeners in. Uh, I, I, I hope that I'm invited to that one, Jay. <laughs> dance off, dance off. <laughs> Podcast version. You've actually watched that show? Mm-hmm. That is so ridiculous. You know who used to host that? Uh-huh. Stephanie from Full House. Are you kidding? No. Yeah. Wow, her career is going places. Well, you know, where do you go from Full House, really? I, I mean, you could go to the uh, DJ way and just be a uh, Christian fanatic like um, Kirk Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those two should hook up and have unprotected, uh, no uh, no birth control babies. They're, they're, they won't have sex before marriage because that's what's required of them. All these rules are so fucking stupid. What is uh, what does the uh, spaghetti monster say about sex before marriage, or does it does the spaghetti monster have that opinion? Uh, let's refer to the uh, eight. I rather you didn't, because I know it's in there. Gospel of Flying Spaghetti Monster. I believe that um, you can have sex without marriage. Either well, rather count you didn't. me in. Uh, yeah, because I mean, why shouldn't you be able to? 
I really rather you didn't indulge in conduct that offends yourself or your willing consensual partner of legal age and mental maturity. As for anyone who might eject, I think the expression go fuck yourself unless they find that offensive, in which case they can turn off the TV for once and go for a walk for a change. <laughs> See, I mean, these are really good uh, things, you know. Uh, this is my favorite. I'd really rather you didn't go around telling people I talk to you. You're not that interesting. Get over yourself. And I told you to love your fellow man. Can't you take a hint? <laughs> uh, this doesn't really say if you're supposed to be married or not. But uh, I'd really rather you didn't do one to others as you would have them do one to you if you're into um, stuff that uses a lot of leather, lubricant, or Vaseline. <laughs> it was a problem with leather. If the other person is into it, however, pursuant to number four... <laughs> Which is uh, uh, willing, consensual, legal age, and mental maturity. Uh, then have at it, take pictures, and for love of Mike, wear a condom. Honestly, it's a piece of rubber. If I didn't want it to feel good when he did it, I would have added spikes or something. <laughs> so it looks like you can have sex without being married as long as you protect yourself. And I think you could probably replace condom with um, the pill. The pill, yes. And I don't think the flying spaghetti monster would be that mad. I, uh, I, I'm i becoming a big spaghetti, spaghetti monster fan. I'm an official pasta fan. I've actually recruited two or three people at work. I brought in the gospel and I'd leave it on my desk and like people would ask about it. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we got a whole row of pasta farians now. I mean, it's it's a great religion. I mean, uh, how can you go wrong? Communion, spaghetti, and meatballs, and... You can drink beer. Actually, you're... Well, especially with the pirate global warming theory. I figure, like, that's, that's you're pretty actually, much dead on. You're actually encouraged to act as much like a pirate as you possibly can. <laughs> um, the national holiday is uh, Talk Like a Pirate Day, which is actually coming up, uh, I believe, next week. So um, everyone get ready for that and celebrate. And, uh, you know, pirates. And uh, International Talk Like a Pirate Day is September 19th. September 19th. That's coming up, y'all. Mark your calendars. Yep, nine days. Uh, it's it's an actual official holiday, so uh, keep that in mind. Talk like pirate. Eat some pasta. And, uh, I think you'll get into heaven with the uh, beer volcanoes and stripper factories. Sold. Yeah. Really, there's really nothing uh, bad about this religion. Um, there's actually a whole chapter in the gospel about um, recruiting other people into the religion. And, uh, you get money for it? You don't get money for it, uh, but all money uh, that the founder of the Flying Spaghetti Monster gets goes into the first mobile uh, pirate ship church. <laughs> so he, once he gets a million dollars, he's going to build that ship. And then, uh, then that'll be the main church of the... Flying spaghetti monster. You know, that that kind of reminds me. I, I I read today that, uh, or it was yesterday, that there's a there's a court in Europe that's taking Scientology to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a party in Europe that's taking Scientology to court for fraud. Well, because it's not real. That might be part of it. Um. Really? It sounded like such a realistic <laughs> idea. It's so realistic. You mean to tell me Xenu is not capturing people's souls? And hey, I have uh, I have Xenu in my heart. Or am I supposed to see the devil? 
Uh, I forget. Oh, he's like a comic book hero, not real. <laughs> That's what it is. Xenu uh, is faker than the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Which uh, Don't talk about the Flying Spaghetti Monster like that. I get offended. That's true. Um, I'm actually... Uh, I'm actually very into the Flying Spaghetti Monster religion. <laughs> My mom is actually very Catholic. He gets very angry when I uh, talk about that. But um, I think it bears as much um, authenticity. Uh, what do you call it? Credence? Sure. Credence, yeah. I mean, it's it's just as realistic as any other story. I like that it has a Wikipedia page. I like that it has a gospel <laughs> that you could actually buy and read. Because uh, it's one of the greatest things I've ever read. It said, um, originally, God cre- uh, God being the flying spaghetti monster, um, created Earth with uh, mountains, some trees, and a midget. And uh, the midget um, was talking shit to the flying spaghetti monster because he was so short and he couldn't reach things. Uh, so the flying spaghetti monster sent them to uh, hell... No, he sent them to Antarctica and transformed them into what is now known as penguins. <laughs> and then he created the dwarf. And the dwarf was actually funny and amused the flying spaghetti monster with his drunkenness and the way he hit on strippers. So he kept the dwarf around. But the midgets are now penguins. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> I like any religion where the, uh, the, the touchstone behavior is whether you hit on strippers. Right. You know, it's it's um, it's considered a very good thing. The guy's only twenty five. He's a millionaire. Rough life, right? Who is the guy who uh, founded Flying Spaghetti Monster? Is <laughs> Bobby Henderson, twenty five years old, millionaire, millionaire for making a fake religion. From all the people like me who bought his gospel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it's funny, it's worth the money, right? It, it was hilarious. I, I laughed through the end. It's like 200 pages. And every page was hilarious. So it was worth it. No regrets. Plus, I recruited three other people. So. Yeah. Like a pyramid scheme. Exactly. But, uh, we're just about out of time for today. That went pretty quick. Yeah. Especially the first 50 minutes. That was, uh, that was, <laughs> that was pretty nuts, man. So, uh, thanks for coming. Thank you uh, for inviting me. We'll have to do this again sometime. Uh, so I would like everyone to go to iTunes and subscribe. And uh, maybe even give us five stars and write a little review. That would help. Uh, you could always vote for us on Podcast Alley. Dig for us on Dig. I don't know what the term is on Dig, but you know, you give the thumbs up and get a Dig. Dig works. Dig uh, works. Join the forums, BrinkUpSanityShow.com. Uh, join the conversations, some good stuff going on there, and uh, I don't know, maybe even buy a shirt. Drinkofsanityshow.com. There's a store section. Uh, I've gotten very good feedback about the shirts. People seem to like them, so um, check those out. And we'll be back next week with, I believe, uh, Matt. Matt will be here next week. So, uh, and then uh, the week after, we may have uh, Mark. Matt and Mark. Coming up, Mark's a new guy. You don't know him yet, but uh, you will. So uh, thanks again, and uh, thanks again for coming. Word. Later. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. 
It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.